What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Movie Crush, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey everybody, welcome to Mini Crush. Chuck Bryant here, Noel Brown across from me. Hello Chuck. And the Ramster to my left. I should say your last name is Hamster, just so everyone knows. I don't want to leave you out with just a first name. It's pretty good. Works for guys, me. How are you guys doing? Good. Doing well. I feel like on these, uh, you know, we record two at a time and on these second episodes we don't do the familiar chit chat catch up. Because we had just done that. We've gotten out of the way. Well, it's usually the first one is like we're catching, we're genuinely catching up because it's been a minute since we've seen each other. Right. And then we maybe overdo it on the first one and then we've got nothing left for the second yeah. one. But it'd be like if we did a bit, it would be false. That's true. We, 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 we are nothing if not uh, completely authentic. I got a, yeah. <laughs> so I was at the playground the other day with my daughter. She's on the swing. She's like a bar? Uh, yeah. She's really into the swing now because she can finally do it like all by herself, has learned how to pull and kick the legs and all that. And uh, I was doing, I always do just all these silly, silly things that she just thinks are hysterical. I mean, being a magical, wonderful dad? Uh, I don't know. Just Pratt Falls and being dumb. And, you know, Emily's not like that. She's she's more like, let's sit down and craft. And she covers those bases. But I'm, you know, the Jim Carrey of the family. So I was doing this thing where I would walk in front of her and pretend. There's a lot of being oblivious and then uh, pretending I get hit and things like that, which she thinks is very fun. So I would 
see where her legs were sort of surreptitiously. I would walk by as if I was on my cell phone and uh, right as she's swinging up and kick my phone out of my hands. <laughs> and good. it's one of those big padded playgrounds, so it was all fine. And she thought it was the funniest thing she'd ever seen, was dying laughing. And she kept saying, you know, do the phone thing again. I said, Ruby, I said, I'm only going to start doing this again if you call it the phone bit. And so she's on the playground saying, Daddy, do the phone bit, do the phone bit. So I'm trying to raise her with the comedic nomenclature, you know. Does she know what a pratfall is? No, she knows what it is by sight, but I'm going to teach her that word too. Have you hipped her to the work of Chevy Chase? <laughs> Has she seen Fletch? You hate Chevy Chase, right? He just seems like a I mean, No, he's un, unquestionably, I think, a, an asshole. Um, I, I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know the work of his that people are like in love with. Yeah, and I you, wasn't you were, blown away by you, the. You were too late. I was too late. You got to sort of grow up with I Chevy think, Chase, I think, I think right. to like Chevy Chase. I like Community a lot. I never saw that. Oh, it's great. It's crazy. I, I know it's a good good show. So, uh, Ramsey, if you could gather a piece of paper and a Sharpie for me. Uh-oh. You know what that means, Noel. I guess I do. <laughs> We're going to dive into an episode of Noel's Holes. It's time for Noel's Holes. And, Noel, we are doing a documentary edition. Thank you, Ramsey. Ooh. I hate to put you on Ooh, the spot this, like this, that. This could be bad. Oh, thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. It's all right there in front of my face. Uh, Noel, documentary edition. When I told you that I'm a little... Slack on the docks? No. All right. Chuck, what's your scorekeeping going to be? Is it going to be yours or are you going to go with Noel's? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do a uh, I'm going to do a flow chart mm-hmm. that leads to a Make it a Venn diagram. Yeah. That ends up in a Venn diagram. Okay. All right. Figured that'd be the easiest way to do it. I think that's smart. We should have we should mount an abacus on the wall here, you know, just for this purposes so we can uh, sure. keep score that'd be the old-fashioned cool. way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> The original calculator. Indeed. So, uh, Noel, because it's documentaries, I didn't know that you weren't uh, – I didn't know that you hated documentaries. I don't. And that you weren't smart and cultured. Love it when you put these words in my mouth <laughs> and make all these assumptions. But I figured since it was documentaries, I would go easy on you and at least make – like list the most classic and some of the biggest sure. documentaries of all time. Yep. So I wasn't like, ooh, let me find my obscure thing, you know, in my no, head no. pocket. I, and, I, and I appreciate that. So I- each one of these was a very, very big, important film in the genre. Uh, and, Noel, we are going to start out with the aforementioned from previous episode. <laughs> Hoop Dreams. Nope. Ramsey? Yep. Yes. Actually, you know what? No, you right. no, 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 no. This is you don't Noel. get you don't get this to do this. this. You don't get Noel's. you don't get to no? you don't get to pit me against Ramsey. That's not fair. I can't no. keep I can't That's, keep up with Ramsey's score. All right, no, 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 no. This is everyone's saying no. Jeez, let me scribble out my second flowchart. <laughs> I'm going to keep asking Ramsey. Okay, and just cause feel free at home to play along if you want. Okay. All right. So hoop dreams now. It's real really good. If you. Again, you don't have to like basketball. It's a Chicago thing, right? Isn't it? Yeah, it yeah. follows these two mm-hmm. two young uh, uh, two young men who are basketball players, and just great, great storyline. Uh, number two, capturing the Freedmans. You know, it's funny. I actually own that on DVD, and it's uh, it's wrapped up in plastic. That's a I, no, then because it's apparently just like the most harrowing, depressing shit ever, and I just haven't been in the right headspace to ever unwrap it and watch it. Fair enough, Ramsey. I have not. Okay, really good movie. Uh, number three, Noel, I think this is a, a shoe in for you. Oh, boy. Uh, a little movie from Michael Moore called Bowling for Columbine. Yeah, I have seen that. I and, knew that because you referenced it 
in the John Cameron Mitchell episode. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, with, with uh, uh, Charlton, Charlton Heston. Heston. But also um, that very night, we went and saw Camper Van Beethoven, and they do the song oh, "Take the Skinheads Bowling." Yes, and they open that within their set with uh, with Mike Mills and Peter Buck playing. I didn't even tell you Mike Mills was there. He was God, there too. No. Dude. I'm so mad. Did you go backstage at the 40 Watt? Uh-huh. <laughs> Dude, but here's the thing. I, I used to live in Athens, and I've played the 40 Watt like dozens of times. Uh, we'll see you been there. It, it's, but that's the thing that I didn't realize until I lived there. 40 Watt's just like any other venue. They're open every day of the week, and sometimes there's shows where there's 20 people there, and then sometimes it's fucking Dinosaur well, Jr. Sure. I saw Payton you know? there with 20 people mm-hmm. in their very first tour. But local, they would do these local band shows, oh, yeah. though, you, you know, and it was always- If you had $4 yeah. in your mm-hmm. pocket on any given Tuesday, you yep. could go out and see some bands. That's super cool. I love that. But I've and, never been backstage at the 40 Watt. Yeah. I've been upstairs at the 40 Y. This was a good backstage. And I won't even tell you what I was doing up there. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It was before the Flaming Lips. uh, Oh, okay. Let's just say it was a good show. I bet it was. (laughs) Did did you go to the Yoshimi show at the 40 Y? Who? Yoshimi. The Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots tour for Flaming Lips? No, no, no. Was it earlier than that? Yeah. I went to that one, and it was magical. That they played forty watt for that one. Yeah, that was the last time they would have ever played a venue that size. Yeah, that for was sure. right when they really started leaning into the orbs and yeah, you big, know, all of the shows. big show stuff. Yeah, good for mm-hmm. them, man. They finally started making some coin. Uh huh. You know, some coin. Hmm. Hmm. Wayne making that coin. All right. Ramsey bowling for Columbine. Oh yeah. All right. uh, number four, guys. A little movie about a man and his friend, Grizzly Band. Oh, love it. Yeah, it's, it's Varner. I figured. I, I knew. I, I, yeah. I've seen a good bit of Werner's doc canon. How about you, Ramsey? Of course. Yeah. yeah. Seen yeah. When, he, when he first found the grizzly. Yes. <laughs> now, that movie is it's such a fatalistic movie where you know things aren't going to go well for this guy, but you're still in his corner. And you kind of – it's a foregone conclusion what's going to happen to him, I think. Yeah, I think you go in knowing I like, think this so. is a story about a man who gets killed by his friend. Right. The yeah. Bear. But it's, it's a very uh, – it's it's just peak uh, Werner in his like kind of yeah. the entropy of the universe kind of uh, <laughs> modality. I love it, man. I could never get enough of that. Uh, number five, a little movie about a man walking on a wire. Oh yeah, called Man Walking on Wire. Yes, I I, I very much enjoyed that. Yeah, man on Wire, so good. I like uh, the, the little reenactments that so they did. I heard it was awful with J uh, JGL. God, yeah. It was truly one of those things where like, it's like, why? Yeah, the documentary <laughs> was so great. The Don't documentary felt like a narrative. It yeah. had those little recreations where they were doing doing the heist kind of vibe, yeah. uh, breaking into the World Trade Center and all that stuff. So, so you cool. know, I think you've seen a lot more of these than you think. Oh, yeah, yeah. These I, are all the big hits. Okay, great. Number six, I know you've seen, uh, Exit Through the Gift Shop. Oh, God. I saw that in the theaters in New York right when it came out. and Still unclear as to how much of that was kind of made up and yeah. how much – I mean, there's – I think a lot of the Mr. Brainwash stuff was – kind of tweaked a little bit but you don't know I love it that's the whole thing with Banksy Ramsey oh yeah number seven a little documentary about arcade games called The King of Kong yeah we've talked about that on the show I love that one what's the guy's name Steve Wiebe yeah, I think so. Is he the guy with the no Billy Mitchell well, is the yeah, asshole he, yeah. with the with the ties, uh-huh. and he uh, he's a <laughs> real, turns out real he, blowhard. He cheated, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't yeah. come out mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. I've met him a couple of times. <laughs> oh, the, really? The, wow. Yeah. There's a, something called the Southern Fried uh, Gaming Expo. The this big pinball. You pay like ten bucks and you get to play all the pinball games you want. Oh, cool. And uh, yeah, he, he's got like every machine ever. Where do they do that? I want to go to that. Um, I think it's it's up uh, near Spaghetti Junction. Um, 
Yeah, it's usually in June. I'll let you know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can only stay there for like an hour because it's like sensory overload. No, no, because there's just all the noise. Or and stuff. guys, we could take mushrooms. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> just really yeah. make a day of it. But yeah, he sells like his hot sauce. I have a couple of bottles of his hot sauce. Uh, he has his American flag uh, tie and yeah, still yeah. has the mullet. Got to see him play Miss Pac-Man. I mean, it's just like. All right. But I love it. Yeah, I asked him. So I asked him about King of Kong, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm not that nice in real real life." Oh, and, really? Yeah. And it was <laughs> Wait, like, you meaning he's more of an asshole? I don't. Well, I was like, I was like, well, someone came up to me. Another arcade legend came up to me. He's like, well, the documentary kind of painted him in a bad picture, and he right. doesn't really like talking about it, right? Because sure. Um, but, oh, so he was joking? He was kind of being coy? Yeah, he was. And then he gave me a bottle of hot sauce. So I was like, it can't oh, be that bad. For free? Yeah. That's, that's and nice. then, and then you know, it came out that he cheated. So Right. Is his hot sauce any good? I have not opened it because- So you're treating it more like an artifact, like, yes, a, like a collectible. It is a collectible. Is yeah. that What's the name of it? Is it like a play on the Kong thing? Well, the first year I went, it was like hot- sauce or some some I don't know what it was but it was like it was not and then he came out with another bottle of hot sauce that had him and the Steve Weewee whatever that guy's name is Weewee I think yeah. Weewee yeah. had his him both of their photos on it and it was more for the King of Kong gotcha um, so he partnered was, up with the Weebs yeah, yeah licensed his image correct you know who else of the sauce has funds. a hot sauce company the singer of uh, the offspring <laughs> he has a hot sauce company and he's also like uh a molecular biologist or oh, something, or like an astrophysicist, one of those really smarty pants ones. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah De- Dexter or something is his name. Billy Mitchell was there, and as well as the, the the referee guy from the documentary, he was there, and like we just I just sat and talked to him for a while. Oh, that's neat. He was just like, <laughs> just loves the game and yeah. like the the art of pinball, and as well as arcade games and stuff like that. So he's a really cool guy, and um, that's awesome. yeah. I can never be good at pinball on purpose. I don't understand enough. All the rules change from machine to machine, kind oh, of. Like to get the big points. To get the big points. I just I I'll, never I'll, know. I'll I'm have just, a run. I'm just trying to keep that right. ball from. That's what I'm saying. Going I don't know what I'm shoot. aiming for. I don't know. There's always they're always so different. But anyway, yeah. Ramsey, King- what's your favorite all-time pinball game? Uh, I really liked Jurassic Park. Yeah, that was a I fun one. That one. Um. The new ones that are coming out from Stern, um, there's a couple of companies that are still making them. Stern is obviously the big one. Um, I really like the Guardians of the Galaxy one. Yeah, that was fun. Um, and also Judge Dredd had one, which, I mean, out. if you go there, you can just try them all out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Judge Dredd was fun. Adam's, Adam's Family. Adam's Family was always, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say Adam's Family was a good one. And then um, They had one of those at the bowling alley in Athens, and we would, sure. uh, had a friend that worked there. So there was one summer where we spent a lot of time at that bowling alley. Yeah. Uh, rarely bowling. Usually playing arcade games and, you know, getting into trouble. Of course. <laughs> All right, number eight. Little classic documentary in the pantheon of documentaries, one of the all-time greats. Little movie called Grey Gardens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with the... Uh, no, you're doing great. Yeah, thanks, man. Ramsey, I see you nodding in the affirmative. Yes. All right. Yeah. The, I really like the documentary now kind of lampooning <laughs> yeah, of that one. It's called one. Sandy Passage. Yeah. Documentary now is great. It's so good. I love it. Uh, They must have so much fun filming that. Number nine, Noel, I'm pretty positive you've seen, changed the the genre, kind of helped start the true crime movement, The Thin Blue Line. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I watched that in college, actually. The great, uh, great Errol Morris. Errol Morris. And now his son, whose first name I forget, works for Vice and just eats a lot of drugs. Hamilton Morris. For a show. Yeah, Yeah. he did a show. Pharmacopia. I'm Facebook friends with him uh, somehow. 
He's a weird looking guy. Yeah, he's a cool guy. He seems cool. Uh, number ten, any of the Paradise Lost documentaries. Mm-hmm. Okay, the, the the Robin Hood, the murders, the child murders at Robin Hood Hill. Yes, Ramsey. I don't think I saw that one. Okay. Uh, number eleven. No, you're crushing it, my friend. Number eleven, a little movie about a movie called Heart of Darkness or Hearts of Darkness. No, want to though. Okay, uh, it's about uh, it's about Apocalypse, Apocalypse now. now and what a nightmarish hellscape that production yes, was made like. by uh, Francis Ford Coppola's wife, Eleanor Coppola, and Fax Barr and George Hickenlooper, uh, directed by three people. I didn't know that Hickenlooper is a he's a classic documentarian. Uh, he did a, a great documentary called The Mayor of Sunset Strip. Yeah. About Rodney uh-huh. Bingenheimer. Right, right, right. No, we talk, we've talked about it on the show, though. Yeah, that's that's good stuff. Yeah, man, he's he's uh, Hickenlooper. I forgot about that guy. He does good stuff. It's a I great think. name. Anyway. Hickenlooper? Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. Have you seen that one, by the way, Ramsey? Just in yes, case I have. people are playing at home? Yep. All right. Uh, number 12, classic documentary called Paris is Burning. No. Okay. I've not heard of it. Oh, really? Mm-mm. Give me the scoop. Uh, Ramsey, have you seen it? I have not. Uh, it is about, it was from uh, the early 90s, 91, and it's about the uh, drag queen scene in New York City. Cool. Uh, and yeah, that's basically it. Really good movie. Very much of the moment. Uh, number 13, uh, music documentary, very compelling story, Searching for Sugar Man. We've talked about this. Uh, it's about the guitarist or whatever. So you have not seen it. I've not seen it, but Ramsey, I, I, you're not really, a, I really yeah. want to. Yeah, no, that's one that you should put on your list for sure. Yeah. Um, that's a hole you should fill because you would like it. You got right it. Right up your alley. Oh, yeah. Really sad about the director. I mean, like a year later, I think he, committed, right. he committed suicide. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, you know what we watched the other day, Noel? Was, hmm. uh, I heard you mention that Descendants series, the movies. Oh, that was me. Oh, was that you? The, yeah. the Disney ones? Yeah. So I put on oh, with, watched, the, with the with the children of the villains. Yeah, we yeah. watched the first one, and my daughter liked it. I thought it was eh, not so great. It was kind of tough to get through, <laughs> but I was just kind of googling around like I do about the cast and stuff, and I didn't know that one kid died. Yeah, it's very sad. Yeah, the one who played the uh, Carlos Deville, I think Corello Deville's son. That's right. Yeah, he had a seizure. And yeah, that's he had right. A seizure and yeah, died it was very sure. unexpected. Yeah, jeez, man. Yeah, that is. Uh, yeah, this sucks. Um, I told my daughter that. It's like, you know, he's dead. Oh, God, Chuck. No, I didn't. I didn't do that. Wait a minute. That yeah. is on repeat at our house. And now that Descendants 3 is on Disney Plus, like now that is now in the rotation. So that's yeah, all. Yeah, do they get better or is it No, the same? it's the same thing, man. It's But it's, I don't know. It's like. I like the setup. Yeah. It's just one of those corny, clearly made for Disney movies, you know. Eden really liked it, I think, about two years ago yeah. or so. It was right up her alley because it was. Uh, the songs were really a big part of it. Oh, sure. um, she yeah. likes a lot of the songs. Um, but now she's she's, she's done. She's yeah. done with all that Disney stuff, Good. which I'm kind of happy about. Now yeah. she's into Moving weird on. shit, you know, like anime. And, like, we're going to see this uh, holographic pop star from Japan named Hatsumi Miku. Mm. And, like, she's a hologram. And her voice is, like, by Yamaha or something. And it's, like, a whole thing. We're going to see it. So this, this is like a arena. fake person? It's a fake not person, person. Not even a real person. But wow. she's pop culturally that just m- massive in Japan. And Eden found out about it, and we're going. I'm kind of pumped. I've never seen a hologram before. Oh, boy. I don't know about that. Uh, We'll follow up on that, Noel. I'd love to hear how that went. I will will tell you all about it. Uh, Number 14, very big smash hit, which I actually never saw somehow, called March of the Penguins. Oh, it was wonderful. 
Yeah. And then there was Winged Migration. I believe there was a connection between those teams because Winged Migration – it was um, – uh, my one of my favorite nature type documentaries of all time is called Microcosmos. Oh yeah, and it's I you know, that with the all the bugs and stuff. It's mm-hmm. beautiful, and I believe Wayne Migration was that same team. And if I'm not mistaken, March of the Penguins was their third okay. thing, but I could be wrong. Man, that, I remember but, seeing Microcosmos in yeah. a little indie theater, and uh, that scene with the uh, the dung beetle mm-hmm. trying to push that little piece right. of shit. That one's yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like so cool. There's another good one where there's like these snails that look like they're making out and oh, there's yeah, this yeah, opera yeah. music playing uh-huh. in the background it's and it's very, just like, so romantic and erotic and kind of. Yeah, it's really great. All right, uh number 15 music classic concert documentary called Gimme Shelter. You know, I never that's the one about Altamont, right? Uh yes. Yeah, and it's uh isn't it the Mazels did that? Was it the Mazels, Ramsey? I thought so. I think so. And uh, I've not seen it, but um, I'm pretty sure it was the Mazels. It's great. Uh, yeah, the Mazels. The Hells Angels and of all course. that stuff. Yeah, I, 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 it's just one I haven't gotten to. Gotten to. Yeah, really good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, Noel, that was a no. Let me make sure I have them all. 10, 14, 15. Uh, yes, that is correct. So with five left, Noel, it is nine to six now. Okay. So it it's always gets uh, down to the wire, I feel like. I'm glad. All right, number 16, a movie uh, called The Imposter. Ramsey? No? Well, give, give me a little. Something. Check it out. Okay. I won't, you know, this is one that is so twisty and turny that I don't want to say anything about it except okay. go see it or don't go see it. Put it on your TV. All right, that's a no. Uh, nine to seven. Number 17, uh, I, I know you probably haven't seen this. May not have been quite fair, but it is a classic early documentary from the 80s called Sherman's March. Okay. Is it actually about Sherman's March to the well, sea? Well, that is the funny thing. I is, think it's not. It's this uh, director, uh, Ross, oh, what's his last name? can't remember. But he goes to make a documentary about Sherman's March to the Sea. Right. And it becomes, you know, it's one of those things that becomes something else. I think I've like read S-Town. about it. That, that's why I asked. And it I, becomes yeah. his sort of dating mishaps as he is set up randomly as he's trying to make this documentary with various women. Interesting. Uh, and it doesn't go well. And it uh, kind of – that's one of my favorite documentary subgenres is movies that start out as something and it ends up being something else. Yeah. Because as a documentarian, you got to roll, roll with oh, that. Oh, absolutely. You'd be like, wow, here's my – like uh, Vernon, Florida. That was initially supposed to be about this insurance scam in this town where people were cutting off their limbs – to get insurance money. That's right. That's what they were doing in Vernon. Right. He yeah, goes yeah. down there and he's just like, this is just about these people. Uh-huh. Like, of course. It's about this town. Of course. Good stuff. Uh, number 18, Noel. Classic, classic concert film uh, and documentary. Perhaps my favorite of all time because it is one of my favorite bands. The band, The Last Waltz. Oh, it's wonderful. Okay. I think they actually CGI removed the giant rock of cocaine from Neil Young's I heard nose. That. Is that true? I'm not sure. You can definitely in, in, zoom like, in on that. In online. the reissue or whatever, they, they, yeah. they tried to, to remove that. Uh, number 19, and it is now 10 to 8, Noel. So you've got two more. The worst you can do is 50-50. Okay. Number 19, a movie from uh, Sarah Polly called Stories We Tell. I've heard about this. Isn't she in it? It kind of features her. It's about her uh, searching for her her her. Roots, right? I have family. Seen it. I've heard of it. I haven't seen it, and oh, it man. is so so great. Really? Yes. Okay. 
Sarah Polly. Just so you know, whenever we do these, I, I always add these to my list. Oh, you do? And, I mean, yeah. It, whether it's internally or I do have a running like a notepad list or whatever. But <laughs> I, I tend, list. I tend to try to try to catch most of these. Or there's ones that yeah, there's some that I I'm like I'm not going to run out and see this right now. Sure. But then there's some where I'm like very very intrigued and I'm like why haven't I seen? Yeah, this? and I try to uh, when I when I say you got to see this, I try to really reserve that for when I know you would really totally. Like it, oh, like, you, you do a yeah. Heartfelt recommendation. You, you, you do a great job. So number 20, final one, Noel, you will either equalize or you will be victorious. Okay. Movie that came out just a couple of years ago about Nina Simone. What happened, Miss Simone? I haven't seen it. Am I 50-50? Oh. 50-50. Ramsey, did you see that? I did not. It is great. Like, you would love that one, too, because it's got uh, music going on. All right, Noel, 10 to 10. How does it always come so close? It, it, it does seem to do, to do, doesn't it? Yeah. It's like... Uh, Gambling on sports. When That's they it. set the line, you know, the betting line. I did not know you had such a gambling problem, Chuck. I don't, but I used to gamble a little bit, and that gambling line, it's just crazy. It's always so damn close. Like, it's a real science, yeah. setting that line. For sure. It's For crazy. Sure. I don't. I don't even. Otherwise, gambling would be easy. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that, that, that's the part that fascinates me is all yeah, of the it's quote the, unquote science behind yeah, it, or like you know the so calculations. So yeah, it's interesting. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, "Well, I had this career before, but it was a waste." And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste. That everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. All right, we're going to move on to uh, the poll truth, everyone. I put up some polls, and I already clicked the Facebook page closed. So let me go redo that. I did 10 polls, you guys, and nine of them are movie questions. 
And then, uh, as per tradition, I try to mix it up with the last question. Uh, and as everyone knows, and if you're newer to the show, as a page manager, you are only allowed to set polls that have two options. <laughs> as always, it's a 50-50 affair when it comes to the poll truth. Slightly annoying, I know. <laughs> You've beaten that horse into the ground. I, so Zuckerberg has not heard your cries, Chuck? He, he's not a fan? That dick. I know. <laughs> All right, guys, and I want you to chime in as well. Uh, poll truth, favorite movie universe, Star Wars or Marvel? Okay. And we had about a 1,000 uh, votes here. How do you think it went, vote-wise? Out of a I would say close to 50-50. I am hugely in the Marvel camp because there's so much more variety to me. What camp are you in? I'm in Marvel. Okay. I guess – boy, that's really tough. I guess I'm in Marvel because – the overall quality of the films is much better, I think. Yeah. Consistency-wise. But you know? Star Wars, you know, the, sure. I'm of the age where yeah. there's such a a pull uh, toward that, nostalgically. I mean, the, the original trilogy, if that was if that's where we were looking at compared to the Marvel Universe, mm-hmm. I would say probably Star Wars. But, but there's you got to throw in those prequels. you got to throw in the prequels. you got to throw in the new stuff. you yeah. got to throw in the Christmas special. you got to throw in the Ewok movies. Yeah, I mean, you too, I guess. There's a you? lot of crap that's out the of there, universe. and that's what you got to deal with. That's and, a good point, Rams. I mean, so out of, out of the whole Marvel stuff, I mean, I enjoyed more of those movies than I did the Star Wars stuff. Now, there's some Marvel stinkers before oh, yeah. they got on the train. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. The early, like what the early well, Daredevil Fantastic and Fantastic Four and Elektra. Is that part of the MCU, though? Don't they make Probably not. They must. Well, that's like, yeah, what do we, is it the MCU that Disney did, or are we talking like all this They sort of have unfairly made that distinction. But that's my point. The good ones are the ones that That's my point. Do they get to do that for Star Wars? You know, like, I mean, do we get to exclude the prequels? I mean, Ramsey said you throw in the goddamn Christmas special. Well, no, I don't (laughs) think they would agree with that. I think they would discount the Christmas special, because Lucas disowned that Although, if you want camp value, it doesn't get much higher. Oh, what's his name? Stinky? Who, the, the, Chewbacca's son? Yeah. <laughs> itchy? Oh, I don't even remember. Is it Itchy? <laughs> I can't remember. Well, that whole dialogue between the Wookiees that yeah. you have no idea what's going <laughs> and on? And it just keeps going. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, so the the official vote was, you were very right, Ramsey, very close. 534 Star Wars, 505 Marvel. I mean, that's as close to 50-50 as you can get. Actually, that's not true. 500 to 501 would be as close as you can get. Uh, Indiana Jones 5. Your choices were hell yes or enough already. Because, you know, they're doing that next movie and Kathleen Kennedy confirmed, confirmed, confirmed it is not a reboot. It is indeed a true sequel with Harrison Ford, uh, 78 years old. This is um, a new one that they are considering or it's definitely in production or what? No, that's what I just said. Oh. She has confirmed that it's coming out and okay. it's a sequel. We don't know. Any, we don't know anything about it though. Like, who's is is, is everybody on board? Like, nah, I don't know who else in it, okay. but everyone's on board, as far as the makers. How do you feel about it? The last one was. Garbage. We were stung so bad with Crystal Skull. I'm so bad. Like, why bother? Yeah. Well, I, do, I think do, I'm kind of like, why bother? Do they deserve point? a chance to make it right though, Chuck? One mm, chance? I don't know, maybe. But if they if they shit the bed again, right? Then just forget it. Yeah. So much trust broken. I think so too. Yeah. That's when your your two poll question, like, am I excited for it? No. Am I okay there for it? still see it. Yeah. yeah I'll course. still see it, but I'm not like, oh, it's just mark my calendar type of thing. So uh, this one was, boy, kind of people, twice as many people said enough already. Oh. 600 people to 307. 
So I think uh, Crystal Skull, the Crystal Skull effect, has punished them. Mm. I think I mean it'll still crush it at the box office. I'm sure. sure they already know that they've got the math, you know, in place to, to yeah. line that up and to justify making the damn thing. Yeah. All right, pull truth, everyone. Better overall career, Pacino or De Niro? Wow. This is very lopsided. Yeah. Oh, it is lopsided. Uh-huh. And the results. Okay. Kind of surprising. Let's see if I can figure out what the what the people And what say. do you think? I'm going to go with Pacino. Oh, I okay. think I think mm, Pacino's a little more varied. I feel like he's got a little more nuance. De Niro kind of is is De Niro, but I I, I don't know. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Pacino. Okay. I don't know what I think actually. I'd probably go with De Niro up to a certain point. There's but a lot of overlap. Yeah. He's had some not too. so great movies totally. in the last. Definitely yeah. Meet the Fockers. Yeah, although movie. that first one was pretty. Funny. Yeah, yeah, but then <laughs> <laughs> I quite enjoyed that. Uh, De Niro leads in a big way, six eighty-one to one sixty-two. Wow, crushes. I mean, you got the Godfather Pacino. series, except for number three, and then you got Scarface. I mean, with Pacino. I mean, he did a I lot know, of good man. stuff, but De Niro no. did a lot of good stuff too. That's a, it's a good question. I feel like Pacino in recent years too has become a bit of a caricature of himself if that makes any sense absolutely but yes. boy man you look back at Pacino like Dog Day Afternoon and Serpico that's what I'm saying uh, I think more consistency on the Pacino side honestly yeah but you can also say Mean Streets and Taxi Driver and yeah. Sin of a Woman yeah I never saw that yeah it's good Hoo-ah. Hoo-ah. yeah Midnight Run with De Niro oh god Cruisin all time have you seen Cruisin Cruisin with I've, Pacino I've never seen it I want to see it but... it's great Panic in Needle Park yeah I don't know God that damn, one. that's yeah. a really tough question now that I think about it. I'm surprised it was that lopsided. I Devil's, don't think Pacino's. Devil's Advocate? Carlito's <laughs> Way. Yeah, Carlito's Way was not bad. You know? Sean Penn was fantastic in that movie. He was. With that little fro he had, his perm. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I do tend to lean on Pacino as being more consistent and not picking quite as many weird stinkers. Remember Dirty Grandpa? Well, come on now. Well, I think he has been tainted a bit, yes. Yeah. Pacino. Yeah. Or, uh, De Niro, excuse De Niro. me. De Niro, yeah. When so, when someone is able to direct Pacino in a way where he doesn't overact like right. he does in Sent to the Woman, and then I mentioned Devil's Advocate, like they're they're he does you know, tend to kind of go overact, <laughs> overact, taste but don't touch. <laughs> I mean, that's a just... good monologue though, man. <laughs> Have, did you guys see the the trailer for that new Hunters TV show that Pacino's in? I'm yeah. intrigued about the Nazi yeah. hunting. Yeah, it looks cool. I thought it looked interesting and it, like mean, had some style. Mm-hmm. Going on, is he like the Charlie's angel, the Charlie type figure I in don't this? No, maybe it yeah. looks like it. Like Any, he's sort of the yeah. overseer. Anything where Nazis get killed, I'm I'm for. So yeah. all about yeah. it. Not down with the Nazis, huh? Speaking <laughs> of which, I finally watched Jojo Rabbit, and boy, did oh, I love it! Good, I yeah. just loved it. It Fantastic. made. I was even texting Ramsey about it while I was watching it on the plane. And there's a scene where the kid and his mom, like she. Uh, He's being a little shit, like talking about how he missed his dad or how his dad mm-hmm. would have blah, 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 blah. And she like paints her face up like with a stubbly beard. Yeah. And then they do this like he that gets so him lovely. to dance. That made me like cry. Of and like, and I wasn't expecting it. I was like I was just in the plane and like I'm like tearing up all of a sudden. And then well, planes too. Uh and then the the not to spoil, so let's not say exactly what happened, but then there's the, a reveal. The gut punch later yeah. on. Oh, it was oh, just yeah. like fucking A man. But it ends on such a Lovely note, and it just made me. It was great. I just, I really, loved it. I One really, of my favorite really, movies. Really of the year. enjoyed it. Yeah, so this was a good year for movies. I think. Oh man, big time! Like not thirty great movies, but you know, the ten good movies were great. <laughs> Does that make any sense at all? Like the ten quality films, I think were much better than in recent years. 
That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. Poll truth. More upsetting plot point. Animal dies or child dies? 1,300 votes on this one. It's going to be child dies. Holy shit, guys. (laughs) 632 child dies. 630 animal dies. Oh, jeez. That is virtually <laughs> identical. Some people that just don't have kids and they, I just, think that's they fill, they fill that it. part of their lives with their animals yeah, yeah, and yeah. put that same amount of love and I think so. treasuring into the animal. So it's sort of a one That was really split. That's, that's, that's interesting. That's, you, that's an, I commend you on that question, <laughs> yeah, that Chuck. Yeah. You know, um, they're both super upsetting to me, but obviously now with a kid, anything with children is just... Very, very tough to see. Mm-hmm. In fact, watching Sixth Sense last night, some of those scenes were so upsetting mm-hmm. to watch when they lock him in the closet uh, upstairs, those two little shithead bullies. Right, and right. That was gut-wrenching. He's a good actor, that kid. He was, man. He was great. I want to get him on the movie crush. Yeah. Because he was on the R.E.M. show. He's on the Comedy Bang Bang TV show a lot. Yeah, he yeah. Plays, uh, he plays awesome. slow, slow, slow Joey. <laughs> yeah. He was cool, man. He saw R.E.M., uh, the the day after the Sixth Sense came out, he saw R.E.M. at the Greek Theater when he was nine. Oh, nice! Because his dad went to University of Georgia, right? During the heyday, I remember that it was saw, an interview. Yeah, remember it was that? an interview saw, on like one of the Bay earliest Bay. R.E.M. shows. No, it was an interview on the on R.E.M. R.E.M. show. R.E.M. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, I listened to your uh, Ackerman interview, and it was, oh, yeah? it was really nice. Thanks, it was uh, really really fun, and he's as he's lovely a guy as I would have hoped. Yeah, he was fantastic. Uh, oh man, I can't believe how close that one was. So, poll truth. Sports movies, love them. No, thank you. Where do you guys reside? Couldn't care less. Okay, no, thank you, Ramsey. It, I'm still like the the two question type of thing. I mean, so like, it, if they're, they're really good. Yeah, then sure. But like the you're natural. Not, sure. okay. I mean, Slapshot was always a fun one. Yeah, great movies. Um, Any given Sunday was pretty cool. I enjoyed that as a yeah. big bombastic Oliver Stone thing. Pacino. You know? Yeah, also true. Bad News Bush Bears. down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bad News Bears, that type of stuff. Yeah, there's now, when ones. there's a kid, like Sandlot, loved Sandlot, yeah. loved Bad News Bears. Like when there's a kid fun comedy angle to them, I liked the Rookie of the Year when I, I was a kid. That, sure. I love those movies. Angels in the Outfield. But what about like Rocky? Yeah, Rocky. And, and uh, have you guys ever seen Hoosiers? Yeah. I haven't seen Hoosiers. Yeah, Hoosiers no. is good. Gene one, of, one of the great, uh, not basketball movies, Football, great. right? No, no it's, it's basketball. basketball. You're right. Yeah, one yeah, of yeah. the great. Uh, sports movies mm-hmm. yeah for me alright yeah I'm there for them so the people say uh, out of a thousand votes let's see here uh, 467 no thank you 549 love them so fairly even fairly split uh, poll truth home viewing uh, soundbar or 5.1 system or TV speakers are fine I just got the Sonos play bar yeah, I'm about love to get it. one of those too. I, I, I need something. I've got a little the better. play base because um, when they advertise on stuff, you should know they sent me one. Oh, so I got a okay. free play base, which was the predecessor to the play bar. Okay, much bigger. Yeah, it's like this big, weird, wide thing. Yeah, but it, it sounds great. And I actually just finally hooked it up. I had it for like two years in my closet because my TV uh, in my bedroom did not have an optical in, mm-hmm. and the uh, play base only had an optical out. So it was super annoying, but I finally uh, switched it up. I moved, I got a new TV for the bedroom that had an optical in, and I moved that TV to my office and hooked up my PlayStation for the first time in two and a half years. 
and bought some games, guys. There you go. And Emily <laughs> is so mad <laughs> oh. because I've been knee deep in Red Dead Redemption. Oh, it's great, too. right? Yeah. I like it, man, but I fucked up and um I never finished it. I need to finish it. You know it. the one part where Micah is in prison and you can bust him out? Yeah. And you're like, fuck, I don't know if I should do this. You bust him out of prison and then he goes on a kill crazy rampage. Right. And you are forced to get his back. Yep. You're fucked after that. You're wanted everywhere. And I can't go anywhere now without like I was doing the game. Oh, no, there's a way. Like part of the fun of that game is it's, it calms Do I want to be a nice guy or right. do I want to be a bad guy and just kill and rob? And I was sort of like, unless I needed it, I wouldn't rob or kill. Sure, sure, sure. And I was being pretty nice. I'm, just, I'm in the middle. Just, I'm, I'm yeah, dead in the middle. I was sort of in mm-hmm. the middle, working my way through the world. If I had a little bounty on my head, it was like $15. But after that shit, yeah. my bounty is $300. But I, I did that same thing, and it and it, 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 it leveled out for me. How so? I can't, something I can't happens. $300. Something happens. No, I don't remember exactly. I, I need to finish the game, but something happened after that, whether it was in the story where you get taken <laughs> far, far away for a while and things yeah. kind of cool down. Um, well, that, I'm in the far northwest northwest territory now. I'm mm. freezing my ass off because that's the only where where people aren't after me. So I'm like hunting uh, elk and shit. Elk and uh, yeah. horned rams and I never stuff. made it out to the snowy regions. So here's the, the problem I have now, guys, is I am... I'm forced to do all this hunting so I can save up pelts to sell. Right. Ugh. But then I've got all these assholes coming after me, and every time you die, you lose all your shit. That's right. No more pelts. You can put them in a thing, though. Find a box or something. Really? Like, yeah, you can store them. I, I thought that. You can also store them in your saddlebag for your horse. Micah has fucked me. He really I'm so mad Micah. at that asshole. He was a piece of shit, man. He deserved it. And to boot, I got killed in that whole melee. And that just puts Micah back in there. So he's still he, now he's like, let me out of prison again. So supposedly that's still one of my tasks. You can't go back to a game save before that happened and make a different choice. No, okay. I don't think so. You could really, yeah. If if you do a manual save, you just go into your. I've save. played a lot since then, yeah, though. That I, would I, I really. Know, I know. That's I, mean, I know. It's it's a it's a whole ball of wax. Ugh, I just don't even know what well, to do. I'm now. sorry, Chuck. Maybe you should just take a break. Try a different game. Have you tried <laughs> Borderlands 3? It's a lot of fun. No, I did buy I bought that. I bought Call of Duty World War II, which I haven't played yet. I bought this game called Control, which had really good reviews. Never heard of it. Uh, and I bought the Madden Football 2020, which cool. I haven't played yet. Cool. Because uh, Emily's so mad at me, though. You know what happened the other day as I was... You know how it's so real as in it, uh, my horse died. Right. And then you just don't have a horse. That's and so right. you can get another horse. And so I was walking forever running when I can, but then they make you tired. So just walking and walking and walking <laughs> and trying to tame my wild horses, getting kicked in the goddamn face. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find a horse. And finally, I got so frustrated because it had been like two hours of me walking around. I yelled in my office, can I get a fucking horse? And a minute later, I don't, I don't think this game can hear you. I think they just know when you've had enough. This dude comes running up, riding up on the trail and literally goes, it has a heart attack and falls off, and his horse is standing right there. Uh, I was like, can this game hear me? Well, that's nice. You so I looted that. him and got his horse. Do you, do you recommend Red Dead? Red Dead? I mean, I love it, man. The visuals are off the charts. So yeah. I, I'm a big fan of the Old West thing. The writing sure. is good. The horse it's, stuff it's is everything great. Everything about the it is, is, good. is strong. Yeah. I saw a lot of complaints with it compared to the first one, but I don't have a, well, a comp. So. I liked it. All right, I don't even think it, that was so. What's awful. his name? Dutch, Dutch, no, Arthur. Uh, well, no, Dutch is the bad. Is is like your your oh, your dude at, at the camp? Yeah, I can't even get to my camp now because oh. there are bad guys in between. Damn it! And they always come at me like six at a time, so I'm just running around like a chicken with my head cut off, firing at you know trees. Mm. 
real quick the the last God of War game highly recommend it and okay. I was playing that in my office and Carrie walked in and I was crying really that good it's it's it, it's very it's moving yeah, yeah. I mean it's a father son walking around oh, and like Jesus. the son's dealing with a lot of stuff and like the loss of like it starts off there his his mom dies so it's the road yeah Pretty kind much. Of, kind of. And like, I'm just like, there's just nothing more embarrassing than a 40 year old man in his office. Oh, no. Crying. It's fine. She's like, what the hell are you doing? That's what they want, man. I was like, this guy, this has just happened. She's like, oh, wow. I might start crying. But yeah, it's a good game. Well, Emily likes hearing me uh, talk about it because uh, she does her, uh, her medicinal herbs and tinctures. And that's a big part of Red Dead Redemption is you can collect plants and make tonics and things. And Emily's like, that is so fucking cool. Ruby was watching me play it the other day, and there was a buffalo. I don't even know where she got this. I was like, Ruby, there was a buffalo. I was like, I was kind of saying, like, what should I do? She said, shoot it. <laughs> no. But then use every piece. Well, I told use her. Use every part. I kind of explained yeah. her all about that stuff. But yeah. Emily was like, I don't know about this. All right. Soundbar wins. Yeah, sure does. 670 to 485. I'm surprised that many people said TV speakers are just fine. That's what I use. They've gotten better. I want a I want a soundbar. I'm gonna do that this year. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, "Well, I had this career before, but it was a waste." And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is she pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Uh, thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. 
Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's get through these last two quickly because of that diatribe. Poll Truth, subtitled movies, anytime or have to be in the mood. I'm a have to be in the mood guy, personally. Hmm. I don't always want to read. I can see that. Ramsey, yeah. you? Uh, anytime. No? Anytime. I'm, I'm in between. Uh, you know, I would, yeah, it depends. Like, if I'm going to casually watch something, then I don't want it to be subtitled because then I'll be lost and I won't be able to pay full attention. So gotcha. if I'm, I need to be- So if you want I'm, that second I'm, screen out? Yes, exactly. Exactly. I mean, if I'm going to bed, No. But because like I freaking blind as a bat, so if oh, I don't yeah. have my glasses on, obviously it's going to be issue, and I'm watching something, you know, and yeah. But okay, yeah. this is pretty close. Uh, Six ninety two said anytime. Six oh nine said have to be in the mood. And then uh, I think a couple more here. Pull truth: the violence in movies, bring it on, or upsetting. So no thanks. Uh, Seven ninety one say bring it on. One hundred and forty seven people say upsetting. So no thanks. Ramsey, you voted. What'd you vote? Bring it on? Yeah. All right. What do you think, Noel? You're, um, you're fine with it, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I'm, you know, I, I love it when it serves the plot and when it's very thoughtful. I also love it when it's just stupid and over the top and egregious. Yeah, I kind of it like be it used in, in various in, ways. In all, all different ways. Yeah, I will agree with that. If it doesn't make sense, definitely have issues with it i mean but as long as it works for the movie yeah i like mean various things yeah and i can definitely get squeamish on certain things especially what the violence is directed towards sure um one director i mean we mentioned david cronenberg i think he handles violence in a way where i'm not too squeamish and he definitely uses it to to prove a point yeah i mean speaking with the history of violence like there's not much violence in the movie but when it happens very uh it happens like uh once upon a time in hollywood yep yeah Yeah. i mean yeah. All right. I think this is number nine, guys. Pull truth. The eventual Donald Trump movie. Sure, I'd see one. Or mm, I'll pass on that forever. 1,400 people. 1,100 and 100. Uh, 1,100. Sorry. 1,100 people say no. I'd never want to see that movie. Uh, 287 say, sure, I'd see one. And a lot of the people in the comments I read were like, well, it depends on what it is. If it's some honest look, then sure, I'd see it. But if it's some whitewashed, you know, uh, hero worship thing totally. made by Fox News, and totally. of course not. Yeah, no, it really does depend. And it also is kind of like how, you know, how it's, <laughs> this is going to sound extreme, but it's like, how soon were we ready for a 9-11 movie? You know, how soon are we going to be ready for a Donald Trump movie? Yeah, I mean, the 9 the uh, that one 9-11 movie came out pretty quickly. The yeah, uh, and it, and it Passenger. Did, it did uh, not do well. Oh, no, that one was that was good. That was the one. About the flight. Yeah, Flight United 93. Yeah, United. Man, goddamn. Did you see that? No, I, it seemed too, 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 see too heavy. No, I didn't. That was the guy at Greengrass? Is that I his think name? so, mm-hmm. man. That right. was yeah. tough, tough film. Did you guys hear about uh, Canada showing Home Alone 2 over the holidays and they cut Donald, Donald yeah, Trump out of it and he got pissed? Funny. Yeah. I mean. Oh, boy. All right, so the last question, guys, uh, the non-movie question, peeing in the shower, of course I do, or never. Let's hear it. Be honest. 
Yeah. Yeah. All right. All the time. I love it. You got to go. You got to go, man. I'm, I'm peeing right now. I've always, I've always peed in the shower when I think it's a big deal. Um, urine, you, I mean, I'm not going to pee on myself well, or yeah. someone else, but urine is <laughs> uh-huh. not some, it's, it's not like poop. It's sterile. It's sterile. It's not I, some disgust, disgusting thing. Aim for the me. drain. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, but a lot of people said there are two types and, you know, people who pee in the shower and people who lie. Uh, but a lot of people are like, no, I'm not lying. It's disgusting. So 245 people say never and over 1,000 pee in the shower. A lot of honest folks. Good people. Shower peers. Pee in the shower, Unite. everyone. Do it. And take over. All right. Anything else, dudes? No. Nope. All right. I'm done. Go pee in the shower. Go fill those holes. And we will catch you on the flip side. Woohoo! For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, It's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.